Alhamdulillahi wa kafa Wa salaman ala ibadihi al-lazeen astafaa amma ba'd Fa'udhu billahi min ash-shaytani r-rajimi Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim Wal-lazeena amanu ashandu humban lillah Subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifoon Wa salaman ala al-mursaleena walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen Allahumma sandi ala seenuna muhammad Wala ala seenuna muhammadin wa barik wa sallam Allahumma sandi ala seenuna muhammad Wala ala seenuna muhammadin wa barik wa sallam Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has described in our Quran that Alladheena Amnu is all about love. Being Alladheena Amnu is about being the lover of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and being Alladheena Amnu is about becoming the beloved of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Walladheena Amnu ashaddu humban lillah and those who have iman are extremely intense in their love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So to be Alladheena Amnu means to love Allah. Then another verse Allah Ta'ala said, Allahu waliyulladheena amanu. Allah Ta'ala is the wali of the Alladheena amanu. Allah Ta'ala is the lover and protector and guardian and friend and benefactor of those who believe. So being Alladheena amanu means, to be Alladheena amanu means, is between ashaddu humballillah and between Allahu wali. Allahu akbar. To be a believer means you love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah ta'ala loves you. Like Allah ta'ala said in Quran, يُحِبُّهُمْ وَيُحِبُّونَهُ And He loves them and they love Him. يُحِبُّهُمْ وَيُحِبُّونَهُ He loves them and they love Him. So all of our deen is about this feeling of love. Now when Allah Ta'ala says this to us in Qur'an, that Allah Ta'ala is the wali of the believers, so what does it mean? You say one thing is a person says, that I am the friend of the king. And there's another person who the king says, I am his friend. So Allah Ta'ala is the king. So when he says, Allah amanu, it means Allah Ta'ala saying, I am the friend of the believers. I am the friend of the believers. Allah Ta'ala should have said, Allah that those who have iman, by accepting iman, they became Allah's friends. Allah said, no, by your accepting iman, I became your friend. Allahu Akbar Kabira. By your accepting iman, I became your friend. Look at this, this is the beginning. This is the beginning of the journey. Alladina amanu is just the bare minimum. It's ibtida. So can you imagine that journey that begins with Allah Ta'ala being our friend, what would be the end of that journey? So the end of that journey had to be infinite. It had to be limitless. It's called Jannatul Firdaus. That's the end, the climax forever. This is how much Allah Ta'ala loves. Why? Because what is Jannah? Jannah is that place where you will love Allah Ta'ala forever. Jannah is that place where you fall in love with Allah Ta'ala forever. Jannah does not static. Jannah means you will love Allah and you will keep loving Allah Ta'ala more and more and even more for all of forever. Jannah means Allah Ta'ala will love Ahlul Jannah and Allah Ta'ala will keep loving them more and you will keep on loving them more for all of forever. 
So unending, limitless, eternal love, an unending, limitless, eternal belovedness, all of it began simply by taking iman. Now can you imagine how precious this iman is, how valuable this iman is, why we must do everything we can to nurture and develop this iman in our heart. There was a great shaykh from the early awliyaullah, and he said, our silsla aliyah has a khwaja bayazid bustami namtale, khwaja bayazid bustami namtale, and he used to say that I can prove to you that Allah Ta'ala loves the believers. I can prove to you from Qur'an that Allah Ta'ala loves the believers. Why? He said that there's a principle of love. First he said, understand the formula of love. The principle of love is that when you have a lover and a beloved, so because the lover loves their beloved so much, they love to give things to them. They love to send things for them. They love to show affection for them. But because they love their beloved, they never think it's enough. They can do everything and they will feel, oh, I didn't do anything yet. I haven't done anything yet. And the other way around, if the lover ever gets anything from their beloved, if their beloved gives anything to them, even if their beloved gives them something very small, because it comes from their beloved, they view it to be very great. So he said, this is the principle of love. He says, now understanding this, he says, I will prove to you from Qur'an that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves the believers. Why? Because Allah ta'ala said in Qur'an, وَإِن تَعُدُّوا نِعْمَةُ اللَّهِ لَا تُحْسُوهَا That if you were tried to count the blessings of Allah ta'ala, you would never be able to count them. Means Allah ta'ala saying, I gave you so much. I gave you so much. Allah ta'ala is the lover. I gave you so much. I gave you so much, you can't even count it. I put all the dunya at your disposal. I made you master of the animals. I made you master of the minerals. I made master of the land. I gave you mastery over the skies. I gave you mastery over the oceans. I put it all for you. But because Allah Ta'ala is the lover, so the lover feels what? That no matter how much I give my beloved, it's very small. So Allah Ta'ala said in Quran, Kul mata'u dunya qaleel. That tell them my mahbub sallallahu alayhi wasallam that all this dunya that I've given them, it's nothing. It's nothing. My, Allah Ta'ala will only be content when? When He gives the mu'mineen akhirah, when He gives the mu'mineen jannah, when He gives them that which is unlimited and eternal. So the dunya, He said, it's nothing. It's nothing. It's just a fraction of the expression of my love. And the second principle was what? That if the beloved gives the lover something, even if the beloved gives the lover something small, the lover feels as if it's great. So what do we give Allah Ta'ala? We give our ibadah our zikr, our dua. So those people who do ibadah of Allah Ta'ala, those people who remember Allah Ta'ala, they're called in Quran, Zakirin. And what did Allah Ta'ala say about them? وَالذَّاكِرِينَ اللَّهَ kathira. And those who remember Allah Ta'ala a lot. So we do a little zikr. Allah Ta'ala called it a lot. He gave us the whole dunya, He called it Qaleel. So as the Khwaja Bayezid Bustaminate said, that this is a proof that Allah Ta'ala loves the believers. This is a proof that Allah Ta'ala loves the believers. So it begins with Iman. Just saying Iman puts the seed of love for Allah Ta'ala in our heart. But like any other seed, that seed needs to be watered. That seed needs a good environment with which to grow. That seed needs to be protected from rot and pest and disease. So just like that, the seed of the love for Allah Ta'ala in our heart needs that same nurturing. 
And then if it grows, then it sprouts into a plant, into a tree, then it buds flowers and fruit, then it can even grow so large that some of those trees become a shade for others. Some of those trees become a trade, some of those trees become a shade for others. This is like those true awliyaullah who are lovers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The love for Allah ta'ala that is in their heart, it becomes like a shade for us. And then ordinary believers, and then sinning believers, and then fasik fajr believers, they flock to that tree to be under the shade of that tree. Allahu Akbar Kabira. Because they have that love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They have that love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. How does a person get that love? That seed must be watered. Sometimes it's watered through Qur'an. Sometimes it's watered through du'a. Sometimes it's watered through fasting. Sometimes it's watered in bayan. Sometimes it's watered through mantlis. Sometimes it's watered through suhba. So many ways the seed can be watered. And any time the person's direction of a person's life can change, and if he or she waters that seed deeply, then that person can become the wali of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can become the wali of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا أَشَدُّ هُمْبًا لِلَّهِ That those who have iman or their hearts are drowning in the love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Their hearts are deep in the love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that love which is intense, it's like a heat. It's called hararat. That love which is intense, it's like a heat. And that heat is felt by the others. So that's why we try to sit in the company of the lovers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to feel the heat and effect of their love. But if you want this love, you must strive for it. You must work for it. You must beg Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for it. It's not enough to love Allah ta'ala however much we already do. We should want more. We should try for more. And we should beg Allah ta'ala for even more. Because the other option is then a person becomes distant from Allah Ta'ala, becomes ba'id from that Rabb who said to him in Qur'an, فَإِنِّي كريب, becomes distant from that Rabb who said, I'm near and intimate to you. So why would we ever want to be distant from Allah Ta'ala? And then the worst thing that could happen is that a person could lose Allah Ta'ala. What does it mean? They lose their closeness to Allah Ta'ala because they sin, because they lapse, because they skip their prayer, because they don't behave properly. They lose their closeness to Allah Ta'ala. If you lose that, then there's nothing that can replace it. If you lose the feelings in salah, there is no feeling in the world that can compensate for it. If you lose the feelings in dua, there is no other communion, no other dialogue that can replace it. Allah Ta'ala is the irreplaceable being. That's why the Arabs used to say, لِكُلِّ شَيْءٍ إِذَا فَارَقْتَهُ مِنْ إِوَذْ لِكُلِّ شَيْءٍ إِذَا فَارَقْتَهُ إِوَذْ That for each and everything, if you are separated from it, there is an إِوَذْ, there is a replacement, there is a substitute. وَلَيْسَ لِلَّهِ إِنْ فَارَقْتَهُ مِنْ إِوَذْ But for Allah Ta'ala, if you become distant from Allah, you become separated from Allah, there is no substitute for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Irreplaceable Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Priceless Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that means all of us we should want to increase in our love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Nana Mashaikh mentioned that this human emotion of love normally takes place due to one of four reasons. One of four reasons. The first reason why we love is due to somebody's, some being's characteristics. 
their fazl, their karam, their sifat, their attributes, their wonders. So if somebody has a lot of attributes, a lot of characteristics, a lot of wonders, a lot of excellence, then people start loving them. People start loving them. You will see the young men, which athlete will they love? The one who is skilled, the one who is talented, the one who has attributes. So this is a human nature that they fall in love. But if you look at it from this aspect, then there is no being more wonderful than Allah Ta'ala. There is no being with more attributes than Allah Ta'ala. There is no being with more abilities than Allah Subhanahu Ta'ala. He's Allah. <laughs> He's the most wondrous, perfect, amazing being with the most complete and perfect attributes, with every single power, with every single ability. Hmm? Allah Akbar Kabira. So we should love Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. We should love Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. And this is why it's not possible. Allah Ta'ala is so amazing. It's not possible to praise Allah Ta'ala. Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he said this once, that Ya Allah, you are praised only as you can praise yourself. I'm not able to praise you. I'm not able to praise you. And Allah Ta'ala Himself says in Quran, كُلَّ وَكَانُ الْبَحْرُ مِدَادٌ لَكَلِمَاتِ رَبِّي لَنَفَدَ الْبَحْرُ قَبْلَ أَن تَنْفَدَ كَلِمَاتِ رَبِّي وَلَا جِئْنَ بِمِثْلِهِ مَدَدًا That if all of the oceans, all of the oceans became ink, all of the oceans, that doesn't just mean the oceans in this planet, can be all the oceans and all of the worlds and all the universe. If all of that became ink for the kalimat, for the words and expressions of my Rabb, Rabbi, then all of the oceans would be dried up, all that ink would be used up before the kalimat of Allah Ta'ala would be exhausted. So just the kalam of Allah, just the expression of Allah, just the speech of Allah Ta'ala is so limitless. And then Allah Ta'ala said, even if you were to bring the like thereof, even if you were to bring a whole other set of oceans, still it would be dried up. But then Allah Ta'ala said in Quran, even more, وَلَا أَنَّمَا that if every single tree in the earth were to be made into a pen, and then you take the sea, and then seven times more the oceans of the world were to be ink, and all the trees of the world to be made pens, then what would happen? then the expression of Allah Ta'ala would still never be able to be exhausted. Inna Allaha azizun hakeem. Indeed, Allah Ta'ala is almighty, all wise. Such an amazing Allah SWT. Such an amazing Allah Ta'ala. You want to get another idea of how amazing Allah Ta'ala is? There's two ways Allah Ta'ala creates things. One is called alam amr alam amr And one is called alam khalq alam khalq means that those things Allah Ta'ala creates gradually, through some process, through some means. So Allah Ta'ala may have created the universe through a big bang process. Then the bang took place and the galaxy spread. Allah Ta'ala created the earth, He mentions in six stages, six periods. Allah Ta'ala creates my and your physical body through a process of conception, nine months gestation, and then childbirth and maturity as an adult. So there's some things Allah Ta'ala created through a process, through a means. That's called His alam khalq But then there are also some things that Allah Ta'ala created, not through any process, not using any means, but simply by issuing His command, kun, fayukun, be, and it became, that's called alam amr Now of those things is the kalam, the lawhu, the arsh, the kursi, the angels, each and every man in your ruh was all created simply by Allah Ta'ala's command. 
There was no process to create our ruh. There was no conception, gestation of the ruh. Allah Ta'ala simply said, Kun, be, and it came into existence. So actually, me and you, our original birth is our spiritual birth. When our ruh was created, and that ruh was created billions and billions and trillions of years ago, that ruh was created even before the Big Bang, and that ruh was created by the command and hukum and amr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and from that moment up to whatever you were born in this century, from that moment for billions and trillions of years, Allah Ta'ala was the rub of your ruh. Allah Ta'ala took care of your ruh. And just like that, for future forever, Allah Ta'ala wants to take care of your ruh. It's just 60, 70 years on earth that Allah Ta'ala put this ruh inside this body and said, now you take care of your ruh. You take care of your ruh, but I will guide you, I'm al-hadi, I will guide you to take care of ruh by sending down Qur'an, by sending down Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi sallam. I will give you the instructions now to take care of this ruh. Allahu Akbar Kabira, that is what our life is. That is what our life is. And another thing Allah Ta'ala created from His Amr is Jannah. All of that Jannah, the smallest Jannah equals 10 times the size of the earth. And some people can take it this way, that the last person to enter Jannah gets 10 times the size of Ard. Ard can mean planet earth, but Ard can also mean the entire physical universe. So imagine the smallest Jannah is 10 times the size of the physical universe. Then Jannah has 7 darajat. Jannah has Jannatul Firdos. Jannah has palaces made of diamond and rubies and marbles. Jannah has the Hur, the Ghilman. Jannah has gardens and pastures and rivers of milk and honey and pure liquor and water. And Jannah has unimaginable delights. And that Jannah will last forever. And Allah Ta'ala, the master architect, master design, master creator, He created that entire Jannah simply through one kun. Can you imagine how incredible Allah Ta'ala is? The incredible creative power of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He just said kun. He just wished that Jannah to exist. And with all of those layers and features, that Jannah instantly came into existence. Subhanallah wa bihamdi, subhanallah azim. So if you want to love due to excellence, you want to love due to fazl karam, if you want to love due to sifat and attributes, then it only makes sense that the heart should intensely love Allah Ta'ala. وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا أَشَدُّهُمْ Second reason why sometimes people love, second reason why sometimes people love is the wealth or riches or power or influence of someone. The wealth and riches and power influence. So these days people feel it as a pride that, oh, I know the minister, or I know the member of parliament, or I know the advocate, subhanAllah, huh? or I know the mayor, Oh, I know the president. Hmm? They feel it as a matter of pride for themselves. Hmm? Allahu Akbar. So what is the status of Allah Ta'ala's treasures? What is the tre- status of Allah Ta'ala's riches? Allah Ta'ala says in Quran, وَلِلَّهِ خَزَائِنُ السَّمَوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ And to Allah alone belong all the treasures of the samawat and ard, of the heavens and firmaments and all that lies on this earth. Then Allah Ta'ala says in Quran, 
And there is no single such thing except that it lies with us. Yani Allah Ta'ala khaza'inuhu its treasures and stores. Hmm? And we have not sent down these bounties and blessings except in a measured amount. And what Allah Ta'ala has is immeasurable. What Allah Ta'ala has is limitless. Allah Akbar Kabira. And Allah Ta'ala has the treasures of Izzat. He is Zul Izzat, Zul Jalal, Zul Ikram. Allah Ta'ala has the treasures of the wonderful attributes. This is Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Hmm? This is Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Luhu maqalidu samawati wal ard. To Him belong the keys of all the heavens and the earth. This is the power of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. And this is why He can bestow to whomsoever He wants. Tu'til mulka niman it's all for Allah Ta'ala to give out. means He can give dominion to whom He wills. He can give honor to whomsoever He wills. He can give humiliation to whomsoever He wills. So if you want to love some being due to their riches or their treasure or their influence, it's only natural to love Allah. You want to love some being due to power. Huwa ala kulli shay'in qadir. Allah Ta'ala has absolute power over each and every single thing. Allah Ta'ala has the rule, the dominion, the sovereignty, the kingship over each and everything. He is Malik. It only makes sense then to love the king of the universe, to love the master of the worlds, to love Rabbul Alameen, to love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Third reason. Third reason why somebody falls in love is due to the generosity and favors of the beloved on you. This is called ihsanat. That if somebody does a lot for you, it's natural to love them. If somebody's been very generous, very kind to you, it's natural to love them. If you're indebted to someone, it's natural to love them. Once our shaykh gave example of this country. Of the lion. That the lion trainer is the one who gives the lion meat. So otherwise every other human being will be scared of the lion. But because the lion trainer has done favors to the lion, is the one who gives meat to the lion, the lion will love the trainer, it will never bite the trainer. Allah Akbar. So even animals are like that. Even the dogs are like that. They love their master who throws them but a few scraps every now and then. The horse loves their master, even if the master rides them hard, the master forgets to put water for them, still the animals love their master. Hmm? If animals are like that, that they have love in their heart and obedience for that human master of theirs, who does generosity and favor on them, then how much should we love that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, our master, who has sent every single generosity and favor on us. He is Al-Kareem, he is Al-Wahhab. Al-Wahhab means he loves to give. He loves to give. Just like we already mentioned, If you would try to count the blessings that Allah Ta'ala sent on you, not the blessings Allah sent on the world. Everybody should feel this personally. If I was to count the bounties and blessings that Allah Ta'ala sent on one me, I would never be able to count it ever. Hmm? How much favor... How much generosity? How much ihsanat? How much favor? How much generosity? How much ihsanat? If Allah Ta'ala didn't give us sight, we would be blind. 
If Allah Ta'ala hadn't given us hearing, we would be deaf. If Allah Ta'ala hadn't given us a tongue or speech, we would be mute. If Allah Ta'ala didn't give us a brain, we would have been mentally handicapped. If Allah Ta'ala didn't give us health, we would be sick. If Allah Ta'ala hadn't given us izzah, we would have been disgraced. If Allah Ta'ala hadn't given us shelter, we would be homeless. If Allah Ta'ala hadn't given us children or spouse or parents, we would be alone and orphaned in this world. What is there in our life except that it is from the karam and fazl and favor of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Everything in our life is from the favor of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then the fourth reason why a person may fall in love, the fourth reason why this feeling of love arises in the heart is due to the beauty of the beloved. The heart is attracted to the beauty of the beloved. So this is natural Whenever you see a beautiful scenery, your heart gets attracted. You come to a beautiful masjid, your heart gets attracted. You see beautiful Baytullah, Kaabatullah, your heart gets attracted. And you just want to look and gaze. You want to look and gaze. You want to look and gaze. So the attraction of beauty lures the heart in the feeling of love. This is why people feel that love for Kaaba, for Baytullah. Some people they say beautiful decorations, they see beautiful clothing, they see beautiful flower. Anything that is beautiful attracts the person's heart with the feeling of love. So then imagine Allah Ta'ala has been described in Hadith Qudsi, إِنَّ اللَّهَ جَمِيلٌ وَيُحِبُّ Jamal. That Allah Ta'ala is the being of beauty, Jamil. Like He's Alim, not Alim, He's Alim. Not Khabir, Khabir. Just like that Allah Ta'ala is Jamil. Allah Ta'ala is the epitome of beauty. Beauty incarnate. How can you imagine how beautiful that being himself must be who has created all beauty? Who created all beauty in the world and created all the beauty in Jannah? Can you imagine how beautiful that being must be who created all the beauty in Jannah through just one kun? Allah Akbar Kabira? That if you want to love on the basis of beauty, hmm? then who more to love? Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا أَشَّنْدُهُمْ بَنْ That those who have iman are extremely intense in their love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is the truth since the history of humanity. No being has been more loved than Allah ta'ala. No being has been more prayed to than Allah ta'ala. No being is more besought than Allah ta'ala. No refuge has been taken as much as has been in the masajid, the biyut, the homes and houses of Allah ta'ala. No building has been physically worshipped as much as there has been tawaf around Baytullah. No being has been worshipped and loved as much as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. No being has been shed tears for as much as people have cried for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. No sighs have emitted from humanity except the gasps and sighs of longing that the lovers have had for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah Akbar Kabira. Hmm? That one and only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. All beautiful Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now I'll take some examples from Quran and Hadith to make you understand even more how beautiful Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is. That you may remember a story in Quran that Sayyidina Musa alayhi salam, he wanted to see Allah ta'ala. So Allah ta'ala cast the word in Arabic in Quran as tajalla, he is to tajalli. 
Allah Ta'ala cast one glimpse of His might and majesty and beauty and splendor. You can say, Allah Ta'ala let one glimpse of that come. He descended one glimpse of that. And in the books of Tafsir, in the books of Tafsir is written, that even that glimpse was hidden behind 70,000 veils. Behind 70,000 veils. But when that glimpse came on Mount Tur, what happened? وَخَرَّ مُوسَى سَقْقَى That Musa he fell faint. He fell and fainted. He was dazzled. He was dazzled and amazed in wonder at that single tajalli glimpse of the majesty and beauty of Allah Ta'ala behind 70,000 veils. So then can you imagine what Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam must have gazed upon when he went on the miraj and he saw Allah Ta'ala without any veils. Allahu Akbar Kabira, The beauty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The immense noor, brilliance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That being who is Al-Nur, that being who is Al-Jameel. Allahu Akbar. Then it comes in a deeth that about the, first in Quran, about the Hur, that what happens that when the Ahlul Jannah will look at the Hurs, the maidens, the inhabitants, the creations of Jannah, إِذَا رَأَيْتُهُمْ That when they see them, حَسِبْتُمْ لُؤْلُؤَمْ مَنْتُورًا They will think that this is like scattered pearls, that we have entered a realm where the women themselves look like jewels and pearls and rubies and diamonds. Literally it's pearls. That's how beautiful they will be. That's how beautiful will be. Then it looks, it's written in tafsir of this ayah, that the Ahlul Jannah, when they first enter Jannah, and they cast their first glance, they get their first glimpse, they cast their first gaze on these who are, they will just stare in wonder for 70 years. 70 years they will just be in rapture. And that's a beauty that's created by Allah Ta'ala. It comes in a date, Nabiya Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, that were she to stick a pinky, Allah Akbar, subhanAllah, were she, were she, Subhanallah, huh? And now men are smiling when I said they were she, huh? Uh-huh. It got more personal than the word hur, huh? Were she to stick her pinky out from Jannah, just into the universe, it would, it would be a light and a luminosity more beautiful and brilliant than the sun. Were she to spit, Allahu Akbar, where's her saliva to enter the oceans of this world, all of the salt water oceans would be converted into the sweetest of water. Allah Akbar Kabira. Hmm? Allah Akbar Kabira. Such like that. So beautiful. But then what happens? So then there's another verse in Quran where Allah Ta'ala mentions, وَلَدَيْنَا Mazid. So what is this? That in the tafsir is written, that at some point in time, and only Allah knows best, Allah Ta'ala will ask the people of Jannah, that, Oh my beloveds, Oh Ahlul Jannah, is there anything else you want? Is there anything else you need? So they will say, Ya Rabb, we've been given every blessing, we've been given every bounty. Hmm? Allah says, you think, you ask. So they will ask some ulama, and the ulama will remember this verse of Quran. Ulama will remember this verse of Quran. They will say, yes Allah Ta'ala, you had said in Quran, وَلَدَيْنَا mazid." So what we want is that mazid, that you, uh, mazid means more. Extra, even more. So now Allah, we don't know what that is, but what we want more is that more that you told us. So they will have all they desire, but then Allah Ta'ala will still give them more. Waladaina means indana means with Allah lies more. Waladaina mazid. 
And with Allah Ta'ala always lies more. There's always more with Allah Ta'ala. Allah Akbar. That's why you always have to live in Jannah. Because there's always more with Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Hmm? So foolish the young philosophical university boy asked this question, why do we live forever? Oh, so sad, don't you understand the whole beauty is the concept of living forever? Because وَلَدَيْنَا mazid, Because Allah Ta'ala always has more to give. And He always wants to give more. So the only way this love story can unfold is if it keeps unfolding forever. Allahu Akbar Kabira. يُحِبُّهُمْ وَيُحِبُّونَهُ Allah loves them and they love Allah. So then khair, they will tell Allah Ta'ala that Ya Rabbi Kareem, we want this mazid. So then Allah Ta'ala will call them to a special jannah. So in the works of tafsir, they've gathered these hadith. So there's a special jannah called jannah adan Adan. And then with this jannah adan what is this place? This is that special place where Allah Ta'ala will call them, where it's written, Subhanallah, Alhamdulillah, La ilaha illallah, Allahu Akbar, on the leaves of the trees of this jannah. And this was the place where Allah will invite all of the Ahlul Jannah to come gaze upon Him. This will be a special setting. Like people in their home, they make a sitting room, they make a living room, make a special place to call their guests in. So Allah Ta'ala has made an entire special Jannah to call the Ahlul Jannah to do didar baritala, ru'yate baritala, to have the beatific, beautiful vision of that infinitely beautiful Allah Ta'ala. So then the Ahlul Jannah will prepare for that. They'll prepare for that how? Allah Ta'ala has given them ikhtiyar. They can wish anything for themselves. So the women who are listening, what does it mean in Jannah? In Jannah means a woman can pick any appearance she wants, any nose she wants, any skin type she wants, any height she wants. She can pick any clothing that she wants. Hmm? It's a beauty parlor. Huh? It's a beauty parlor in Jannah. Allahu Akbar. But she will decide herself what she wants. Hmm? So then Allah knows, but those women will probably prepare themselves for going to this special jannat to gaze upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So then Allah ta'ala gave ishara to this in Quran. إِنَّ الْمُتَّكِينَ فِي جَنَّاتٍ وَنَهَرٍ Indeed the muttaqeen, the pious believers will be in jannat. You can translate it as gardens. You can also translate it as heavens. One nahar. And there will be streams and streams under those gardens and gardens in their heavens. Fi sidkin, And they will be brought to this place of truth, this gathering of truth, this jalsa, this sitting, this assembly of truth in the malikim muqtadir near their kind, loving, great, master, all-powerful Allah. This is then ulama of tafsir, right? That this maqad sinkin, this is that assembly of the vision of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then what are the details the ulama write? First, what will happen? How will it begin? Like mashallah, here we begin assembly with kirat. There also Allah ta'ala will begin with kirat. First, Sayyidina Dawud al-Islam will recite the zabur. And Sayyidina Dawud al-Islam is known to have had such a beautiful voice and a beautiful recitation that when he would recite, the birds in the air would fly with his recitation and the water in the rivers would flow with his recitation. Allahu Akbar. So he will recite the Zabur. Then what will happen? Sayyidina Rasulullah wasallam will come and recite Qur'an. Hmm? Quran Quran Hmm? 
Then Sayyidina Rasulullah Wasallam will come and recite Qur'an. And then especially those who weren't Sahaba, they will get to hear for the first time Qur'an recited from their beloved Rasul Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi sallam. And then after Sayyidina Dawud recite Zabur, and after Sayyidina Rasulullah sallallahu recite Qur'an, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Himself will recite, in some narrations He will recite Yaseen, and in some narrations He will recite Surah Rahman. Can you imagine that? Listening to Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala recite Kalamullah. Allah Ta'ala recite Kalamullah. And then it's written that when Allah Ta'ala will recite, a wind will blow. It will be a wind of nur. Like today you can see a dust storm. If you have seen that, a dust storm that every particle is dust. A person is covered in the mist of that dust. So when Allah Ta'ala will recite, a wind of nur will come and that person will be covered in the mist of that nur of the recitation of Allah. Allahu Akbar Kabeerah, Subhanallah, wa Mahamdi, Subhanallah, Adeem. And you can see that, imagine that in this world we listen to a nice qari, how much it motivates us, how much it impacts our heart. Then imagine the delight and joy and ecstasy this is the mazid. This is that more that Allah Ta'ala is giving. These blessings are infinitely more than the hur, more than the gardens, more than the grapes, more than the orchards. This is that mazid. The more, greater, more blessings that Allah Ta'ala will be giving. Then, after all of this takes place, then Allah Ta'ala will bestow His vision, His beautiful vision on the believers, on the Ahlul Jannah. But then they will stare at Allah Ta'ala. They will stare at Allah Ta'ala. They will stare at Allah Ta'ala. Now what happened? They got to see Allah Ta'ala in one sense earlier because Allah Ta'ala describes the vision of the Day of Judgment. So what does it mean? That on that day also, they were gazing at their Rabb. But what happened at that point, Allah Ta'ala had not revealed Himself to them. The ulama write that on that day of judgment, the people will know the direction in which to look. They will look towards Allah Ta'ala. But Allah Ta'ala would not have unveiled those veils, like those 70,000 veils that He put on the one tajalli when He sent to Musa salam. So He will behind the veils. He will have some concept of veils. But in this gathering, after, they, after day of judgment, now they're in Jannah. After they spent time in Jannah, now they're getting mazid. Now they're now Allah Ta'ala will remove the veils and then the mu'mineen of Jannah will be able to gaze upon Allah Ta'ala in all of His resplendent beauty and grandeur and splendor. Allahu Akbar Kabira. That's how they will love, lovingly gaze at Allah Subhanahu Ta'ala. They will lovingly gaze at Allah Subhanahu Ta'ala. Then came the question that when they gaze at Allah Subhanahu Ta'ala so this should be the end. That would be it. And for the rest of eternity, they will just look at Allah SWT because it's not possible to imagine that you can look at Allah SWT and then after some time, you decide to look away and go back to your palace or go back to the gardens or go back to the rivers, etc. But at the same time, there's one thing which I'm telling you in a bit that comes in a day that the believers will come away. So this is a big question. 
Big question. We never found any way, to my knowledge, no, we never seen anybody answer this question except one great wali of Allah Ta'ala. His name was Hazrat Khwaja Shaykh Ashraf Ali Thanvi Ramtahle. Shaykh Ashraf Ali Thanvi he mentioned this in tafsir. What is going to happen? How is it possible that the believers, they're looking at Allah Ta'ala and they look away? It doesn't befit a believer that you can see Allah Ta'ala's beauty and you turn some, to some other bounty of Jannah. It doesn't befit Allah Ta'ala being kareem that he should veil himself again. So how will it happen? So he postulated, he came up with a way to understand. He said when Allah Ta'ala will now invite the believers and he will remove the veils and he will let them gain upon him, Allah Ta'ala will manifest his jamal, his beauty to them. And the believers will stare, and they will stare, and they will stare, and they will get the nur of that beauty on themselves. And they will keep getting that nur. And Allah knows best how long that will last. But then Allah Ta'ala out of love for them, will want them to go back and enjoy the other blessings. And Allah Ta'ala will call them back again. So how will Allah Ta'ala make them go back? He will shift his jamal slightly to his he will show a glimmer of his majesty, his might, his azmat. And even then the Ahlul Jannah will not be able to look at that. And they will be humbled in front of the majesty of Allah. And they will look down and they will go back to the bounties of Jannah. And this will be done also to establish it even forever in Jannah. That Allah is Allah and Banda is Banda. Hmm? Fark between Khalik and Mukhluk. So Allah Ta'ala will reveal his azmat and majesty, a glimmer there. So then they will go back, and then again some time will pass, and then again Allah Ta'ala will call them back into Jannat al-Adan, and then again Allah Ta'ala will sh- let them gaze in His beauty, and again they will stare, and again Allah will show a glimmer of His azmat, and then again they will go back, and again they will come back, and then again they will go back, and this is what goes on for the rest of the eternity. Hmm? Allah Akbar. How can we not love an Allah Ta'ala who wants this for us? <laughs> How can we not love that Allah Ta'ala intensely? Whose vision for humanity is this, that they should exist in pure bliss forever. Sometimes looking at my beauty, sometimes enjoying my created beauty of Jannah. Then again looking at my beauty, then enjoying my created beauty of Jannah. And they should do this for all of eternity. Allah Akbar Kabira. Subhanallah wa bihamdi subhanal-adheem. And we want to forget all this and look at the unlawful beauties of this world. We want to forget all this and indulge in unlawful relations with ghair mahram in this world. We want to forget all of this and look and indulge in the materialistic luxuries of this world. We've forgotten. We've forgotten. Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'un. The beauty of that. What a beauty. My origin is Allah. Forget what are the origins of man. Forget anything. Inna lillah. My origin is Allah. Wa inna ilayhi. And my future is Allah. What a concept of humanity. From Allah to Allah. Subhanallah. From Allah to Allah. This is the Islamic understanding of humanity. So then... What will happen when they come back? So hadith, because the hadith establishes they come back. So Nabi Kareem sallallahu said that when they come back from gazing at Allah Ta'ala, now those whores and the ghilman and those beautiful creations of Jannah, now they will stare at them for 70 years. Because they will have come back having an effect of nur on their appearance, having just gazed at the beauty of Allah Ta'ala. Allah Akbar Kabira. Hmm? 
Ajeeb, look at the shan, look at the shan of Allah Ta'ala, the majesty and might and splendor of Allah Subhanahu Ta'ala, and look how much He wants to bestow on His beloved insan. Look how much He wants to bestow on His beloved insan. So that means that all four reasons that give rise to the human emotion of love, all four of them can lead to only one conclusion, that we should love Allah. وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا أَشَّدُّ لِلَّهِ That those who have iman or should be intensely extreme in their love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Our mistake is what? That we want to love, we want to love Allah ta'ala. But we want to love something else also. We want to love someone else also. We try to sneak in this also. So Allah Ta'ala addresses in Quran, مَا جَعَلَ اللَّهُ لِرَجْلٍ مِّنْ قَلْبَيْنِ فِي جَوْفِ That Allah Ta'ala does not place two hearts in the chest of anyone. You have one heart and you must love Allah Ta'ala entirely with that one heart. Like Nabi Kareem وسلم said, أَحِمْبُ اللَّهَ مِنْ كُلِّ كُلُوبِكُمْ that love Allah Ta'ala from بِكُلِّكُلُوبِكُمْ Love Allah Ta'ala from the entirety of your heart. Love Allah Ta'ala from the entirety of your heart. So this is the feeling that we should have. And Alhamdulillah, Allah Ta'ala has blessed this ummah with people who have gotten this love. Don't think this is just now stories. Remember Allah Ta'ala said in Quran, لَا يُكَلَّفُ اللَّهُ نَفْسًا إِلَّا وُسْأَهَا Allah Ta'ala has not tasked us with anything that is outside our ability. That means that having a shad muhabba, being the extremely intense lover of Allah Ta'ala, it's possible. And people have done it. Our history of this ummah is the history of the lovers of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Is the history of the lovers of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Allahu Akbar. Then sometimes they used to express their love for Allah Ta'ala in poetry. There's a great history in our deen of love poetry for Allah Ta'ala. Like a very famous Arab poet, his name was Ibn al-Farid. And he has got a lot of poetry for love for Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. A lot of poetry for love for Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. When I was 19 years old, and I was just browsing, walking through the library at the university I studied in America, I happened just pure, we would say by luck, but now we know purely by the will and wish of Allah Ta'ala, I came across a book of the poetry of love for Allah by Ibn al-Farid. And I remember I opened that book, and I started reading that book, and a whole new world opened up for me. And then I made dua that, Ya Allah, this is what I want. Now I know what I want. Because what happens when people have the feelings, then they express the feelings. And oftentimes, in classical times, they express the feelings in poetry. Now when you read that poetry, you realize that this is the feeling my heart was trying to feel. I wasn't able to express it because I'm not so poetic. I wasn't able to express it because I didn't yet feel it. But when I read that poetry, I knew that this is my goal in life, that my heart should feel like this. These are the lovers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So they shared their love. This is why they shared their love. Otherwise their love is secret between them and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Their love is between them and Allah ta'ala and their tahajjud. Their love is between them and Allah ta'ala and their night. But they, Allah ta'ala guided them to express that love in poetry so that others would see that it is possible to be ashaddu humbandillah. So one poet, he explained this poetry so I will recite to you and then I will translate to you beautiful poetry in Arabic. He says in love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. فَلَيْتَكَ تَحْلُوا وَالْحَيَاةُ مَرِيرًا 
that oh Allah I wish that you were sweet I wish that you were sweet I could have sweetness in my relationship to you even if all of the rest of my life was to become sour and bitter I just want me and you to be sweethearts Allah Akbar look at this love وَلَيْتَ تَرْدَ وَالْأَنَامُ غِذَابُ That all I want is that you to be radhi, you to be happy with me, even if anam all the creatures on earth may be angry with me, but Ya Allah, all I want is for you to be happy with me. وَلَيْتَ الَّذِي بَيْنِي وَبَيْنَكَ آمِرُ وَبَيْنِي وَبَيْنَ الْآلَمِينَ خَرَابُ and Ya Allah, I wish that between me and you, our relationship flourishes, even if my relation with the rest of creation becomes ruined. Kharab <laughs> becomes ruined. Hmm? This is how much love they had for Allah SWT. Then another poet, he said, that Ya Allah, may I forget everyone in your remembrance, so that I don't remember anyone else except you. Hmm? May my heart be empty of everyone and my heart be remain occupied only with you hmm? so these were moments of love these were phases of love these were their feelings of love because when a person feels this intense love they will have an emotion they will reach a state when they want it to be just them and their beloved that's it every true love reaches this pinnacle every true love reaches this peak that the lover wants that there should be some time, some moments, some phase, some feeling where it's just me and my beloved and nothing else in the world. Nothing else in the world. This was the nature of their salah. This was the nature of their zikr. This was the nature of their dua. This was the nature of their tilawat of Qur'an. This is the love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And understand that it's love for Allah Ta'ala that gives life to the sharia in the hearts and homes of people. And without this love for Allah Ta'ala, it's impossible to fully give life to the sharia in our hearts and homes. This is what's missing. Sometimes people, they think that no, it's because I'm living in a different society, or they think because I have some problem, or they think because I'm lazy. No. The diagnosis is this simple. It's lack of love. Lack of love is the only reason why a person can disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Lack of love or lack of fear. That's it. There's nothing else. Everything can be traced to these two original causes. Tukhir, lack of fear is another bayan for another time inshallah. But without love, one poet he said, that without love, sharia and deen are nothing but concepts. They will never become a reality in a person unless that person has the love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Shaykh Ashraf Ali gave example of shaitan. Shaitan had ilm. Shaitan knew about Allah ta'ala. Shaitan had ibadah. He was called Tawsul Malaika. He did so much worship of Allah ta'ala that he was a jinn. But Allah ta'ala let him keep the company of the angels. And then when Allah Ta'ala created Sayyidina Adam alayhi salam and called the assembly of the angels, Allah Ta'ala let one jinn, Iblis, be there because he did so much ibadah, he was like the angels. So much ibadah, so much knowledge of Allah Ta'ala. Then at that moment he was also arif, he had marifat, he saw Allah Ta'ala. He heard Allah Ta'ala say, make sajda. So we always tell the youth that shaitan was an atheist. <laughs> shaitan fully believes in Allah. Shaitan knows Allah Ta'ala exists. Shaitan has seen Allah. Shaitan has heard Allah. 
So what was missing? The Shaykh Shafali Tanrati said the Shaitan was not Ashik of Allah. He didn't have pure love because if he loved, then the Arabs say, Al Muhimbuliman Ahamba Muti'un, that the lover always obeys their beloved. So when Allah SWT said, Usjudule Adam, he would immediately have fallen into sajda out of love for Allah, he would have done it. He didn't have that love. What kept him from having that love? He allowed love for himself to creep in. This was the first sin of shaitan. It's not envy. Before he could feel envy, there must have been something there. It's called ujub. He had love for himself. How many of us are victims of this sin? That there's some love for ourself which prevents us from loving Allah Ta'ala entirely. Maybe it's love for our sleep. Maybe it's love for our style. Maybe it's love for our pleasures. Maybe it's love for our comforts. There's some love for our own self that is preventing us from fully feeling the intensity of the love for Allah Ta'ala that every believer, Allah Amanu, is supposed to feel. Hmm? And the, when a person has love in their heart, then they don't even need to operate on the basis of their mind. So one poet, he said, that when the akal thinks there's no way forward, so the mind thinks that there's no way forward. Love says, oh, I have leaped past this a thousand times and come back again. Hmm? Ishq, ishq versus akal. Akal thinks there's no way forward. Ishq says, oh, I've arrived all the way to my destiny a thousand times and come back again. And another poet, he said, that one leap of love, one leap of love can bring the whole matter to a conclusion. What was the matter with me? I thought this world to be boundless. Hmm? Ishq ek jusne teh kar diya kissa tamam is zameen o asman ko bekara samajhta tamay. That this love took care of the whole journey between me and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I thought I had a long way to go. This is what it means. I thought I had a long way to go. Lot of effort, lot of mujahida. Oh, I'm going to have long way to go. But when I, once I got this feeling of love, then this love transported me instantly and the journey was done in an instant. What was I thinking? That I had a long way to go. All I had to do was but to love Allah Ta'ala intensely and the matter was just an instant. Hmm? This is like Sahaba Ikram, radiallahu ta'ala anhum ajmain, with their love for Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. That's coming inshallah later in the week. Love for Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, same way. They just got their love for the Prophet sallallahu alayhi and everything was taken care of in an instant. Instant, instantaneous change. Transported to another state of being altogether. This is the power of ishq, this is the power of love. This is the power of ishq. What a blessing is this love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then one poet, he said, that your akal, your mind is too busy thinking, rather you should make love the foundation of all your actions and decisions. You see, base your action, decision on akal, you will be thinking, second-guessing, recalculating, strategizing, reanalyzing. He said, no, no, no. Your akal will always be spinning. Make love the foundation for your actions. Hmm? Then you will see how much you will enjoy ibadah, you will enjoy deen. And then Allah Ta'ala in Quran mentions different words for this love. 
that Allah Ta'ala wants every single aspect of our love. So in Arabic language, there are a few more words for this. One word is ragba. Ragba means to have yearning. Allah Ta'ala wants no, all yearning should be for Allah. Inna illallahi ragibun. That indeed, only and only to Allah are we ragib, are we desirous only for Allah. So all ragba is only for Allah. Then another word is talab. Talab means that when you have yearning, longing for something, then you actively go seek it out. You become talib. You seek out that which you long and yearn for. So Allah Ta'ala wanted all talab for him. This is why one way Allah Ta'ala chastises, He scolds the mushrikeen in Qur'an al-Kareem, that how weak is that seeker of the false idol, and how weak and false is that which they seek. So it means that Allah Ta'ala is wanting that all talab should be for Allah. So all ragba should be for Allah. All talab should be for Allah. All muhammad should be for Allah. وَالَّذِينَ آمُنُوا وَشَنُّهُمْ And all ibadah should be for Allah. That's the highest level of love. Imam al-Ghazayr in his Ihyal al-Muddin, he wrote a whole section book called Kitab al-Muhabba, the book on the love for Allah Ta'ala. And he writes it so many different things and so many different darajat and level of love. And he says the final stage of love is ubudiyah. The greatest love is to make your mahbub your ma'bud. To make your beloved the being that you worship. Hmm? Don't you see the fake lovers of this world? What do they say? I worship the ground she walks on. La hola hola quota love and love. Huh? That's what they say. This, what does it mean? They're saying that to express the height of love. So this is the modifat of deen. Yes, height of love is worship. That's why la ma'bud illallah, la maksud illallah, la matloob illallah, la mahboob illallah, la marghoob illallah. Then they went further, la mawjood illallah. Allah Akbar. Now they weren't negating, they knew every meaning exists, you exist. But when they entered their state of love, they felt as nothing exists right now. I'm in the drowning and the feeling of love. In this moment, the only thing that exists for me is my beloved Allah Ta'ala. La mawjood illallah. Allah Akbar Kabeera. This is the true tasawwuf. Wahdatul wujud is not the true tasawwuf. La mawjood illallah, that's the true tasawwuf. La mashhud illallah, la mawjood illallah. Allah Akbar Kabira. So much love for Allah Ta'ala. Here they say, right? What did they say then? Again, the fake false lovers, what did they say? Love blinds a person. Yes, they, they are on the right track. They corrupted the true love. So this is what the true lovers are saying. Yes, love blinds a person to everything except their beloved. La mashhud illallah, la mawjood illallah. Hmm? In that state of intense love, that's why the lovers of Allah Ta'ala, they don't look at anything else, they just look, what does my beloved Allah Ta'ala want? Allah Ta'ala sent, tells Sayyidina Ibrahim salam, you leave your wife Hajra, you leave newborn baby Ismail, in this desert, in this barren land, when there's no vegetation, no shrubs, no water, bivadin ghayri zizat, in Allah Ta'ala says in Quran, you leave them there, Allah Ta'ala says, you're my beloved Allah, I look at nothing else, I only look at you. He left them there. 
That's before. Then, when baby grows up, says, okay, you take young boy Ismail, you're going to take a knife to him, you're going to ziba him, and says, you're my beloved Allah, I look at nothing else, I only look at you. Allahu Akbar, this is the way of Ibrahim alayhi salam, and we are Millat Ibrahim, Allah tells us in Quran, that we are Millat Ummat Mustafa, and Millat Ibrahimi, sallallahu alayhi salam, wa alayhi salam. Allahu Akbar Kabira, this is love, this is love, Hmm? This is why Allah Ta'ala said in Quran, إِنَّ اللَّهَ لَا يَغْفِرُ Allah Ta'ala will never ever forget أَنْ يُشْرَكَ بِهِ That anybody associates any partner with him. This is also an aspect of love, that the beloved, the true beloved, will never tolerate rivals in love. The true beloved will never accept a lover who has another beloved. Never! Never is it possible. So Allah Ta'ala says, never, وَيَغْفِرُ مَا دُونَ ذَلَكَ Allah Ta'ala can forgive anything other than that, لِمَنْ يَشَاءَ For whomsoever he wants, but because he is true beloved, he can never forgive this, that his lover takes another beloved other than him. Even at the level, whether it's at the level of Iman, whether it's at the level of Ibadah, whether it's at the level of Ragba, whether it's at the level of Talab, Allah Ta'ala can't forgive it. Allahu Akbar Kabira. So obviously, not only are we supposed to be a true lover, we're supposed to truly make Allah Ta'ala our true beloved. Hmm? So where do we get this love? We get this love from the lovers of Allah Ta'ala. Our mashayik, they say in Urdu, hmm? do dood wala se milta hai, sabzi sabzi wala se milta hai, oh Allah, Allah wala se milta hai. Hmm? Oh, you get the milk from the milkman. Ah, you get the fruit from the fruit seller. And you get Allah from Allah. You get love for Allah from the Ushak, the lovers of Allah. All of Tasawwuf is just about this. All of Tariqat is just about this. All Silsila is just about this. All of Shaykh, Bayat, Zikr is just about this. To get that love for Allah Ta'ala in our heart. Allahu Akbar Kabira. To get the love for Allah Ta'ala in our heart. And this has been going on since the beginning of this ummah. Sahaba Ikram got love in their heart from the greatest lover of Allah, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Tabeen got love in their heart from the companions, from the lovers of Allah called Sahaba. Tabai Tabeen got love in their heart. How? By being in the company of the Tabeen, the followers of the companions, the lovers of Allah Ta'ala. Oh Allah Ta'ala told all believers in Quran, Ya ayyuhalladheena amunatakullaha wa kunu ma'as sadiqeen. That join your hearts with the sadiqeen, with those who truly love Allah. Take your untrue heart, put it near the true heart. Take your heart that has other loves, put it in the, near the heart that has one love. And then see what happens. Then see what happens. Even we see in this world that you take a piece of steel and you put it near the magnet, then the steel gets magnetized. So this deen is never going to be through akal. This deen is not through usul. This deen is a deen of mahabba. This deen is a deen of love. And so many people have experienced this, that you spend even few days with these lovers of Allah Ta'ala, you are transported to another feeling of love. Your iman and feelings reach a different level altogether. Just through sohba, just through this company, just through this companionship. 
Our Sheikh, he once told us the story that he went to ta- and went on his journey to Tajikistan. So there was a great Sheikh there from Naqshimadi Sultanate of Haja Muhammad Arif Ryogri Ramtale. Haja Muhammad Arif Ryogri Ramtale. And they saw the masjid. And he saw an amazing thing that in that masjid all the bricks, bricks were used to construct that masjid and all the bricks have been laid in the pattern such that they outline Ism Jalala Allah. The whole wall, whole masjid is like that. That all the bricks have been laid in a pattern like that. So when he asked about that, he said that how is this possible? So he said that the people who built this masjid, they weren't ordinary construction workers. Each and every one of them was a murid of the shaykh. Each and every one of them had love for Allah Ta'ala in their heart. They could only express their love by etching the design of the name, Ism Jalala Allah, into the entire brick face pattern of the whole masjid. Allahu Akbar Kabira, because this is also one part of love, that you love the name of your beloved. You love the name of your beloved. Hmm? One poet, he said, that kitni shiri hai tera naam. How sweet is your name, that when I mix it in my heart, just like when I mix the sugar in the milk and stir, every single drop of the milk becomes sweet, Oh Allah, when I take your name in my heart, every atom of my being becomes sweet. Every core of my being becomes sweet. This is another way to understand zikr Allahi, zikr kalbi muraqaba. That I'm taking Allah Ta'ala's name, or I'm stirring Allah Ta'ala's name in my kalb, so that my whole batin becomes sweet. Hmm? My whole batin becomes sweet. These people felt these things. These people felt it. You can't express these words without feelings behind them. May Allah Ta'ala grant us such feelings. Huh? We don't, we don't even care about the expressions. We don't care about the wordings. Ya Rabbi, we want these feelings. <laughs> we want the feelings behind the words. We want the feelings behind the expressions. What type of feeling is that? Ya Rabbi, that your name enters somebody's heart, that they feel that my whole being has become sweetened by your name. وَذْكُرْ إِسْمَ إِلَيْهِ Allah tells us in Quran that make dhikr of the name of your Rabb, Allah. وَتَبَتَّلْ إِلَيْهِ tabtila. Drown yourself in the dhikr of His name such that you forget every other thing. One poet he said that I was on the beach and I was just twirling my finger in the sand. But what could I do? The love for your name was so ghalib on me. I saw that every time I would twirl, move, I would end up etching your name. Allah hmm? Akbar. Their whole being was filled, full with the name of the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah ta'ala uses a metaphor for this in Quran. Sibghatullah. That is no nice word in English for sibgha. If I call it the color of Allah, doesn't that sound nice? The dye of Allah, D-Y-E, dye of Allah, doesn't make sense. Urdu has something, rang. Allah ta'ala ka rang. Hmm? How can this explain to you? Huh? Die. <laughs> That's the best you can do in English. D-Y-E. <laughs> D-Y-E. Nay samjhe. Right? Die. The color of Allah Ta'ala. The... the... Hmm? <laughs> Akbar. Hmm? So many English speakers, they know. They can't, can't do it. Simgatullah. <laughs> so then, mashallah, mashaik say in a beautiful way, the Quran and Sunnah is the die. The ulama, they distribute the dye, and the awliya, they apply the dye. Nay samjhe, Quran or Sunnah, Allah ka rang hai. 
اور علماء اس رنگ کو تقسیم کرتے ہیں اور اولیاء اللہ مؤمنین کے دلوں پر اس رنگ کو چڑھاتے ہیں اللہ اکبر کبیرا اللہ اکبر کبیرا That's why we need it all. We are Quran and Sunnah, yes. We are ulama, yes. And we are awliya, yes. Then the equation is complete. Then the story is complete. Hmm? Otherwise you just want to have the container of the dye. Not enough. You need it to be applied. You want to be dyed by that dye. You want to be colored in that color. You want to be immersed in that color. Hmm? Ajib. So this is the feeling of love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah ta'ala gave these awliyaullah. And when they have that love for Allah ta'ala, then their words have an effect on people. Their words have an effect on people. There's a story of a shaykh, his name was Shah Abdul Quddus Gungoy Ram Shah Abdul Quddus Gungoy Ram So he had a son Shah Ruknuddin. So Shah Ruknuddin had gone to study in Darul And Shah Ruknuddin finally came back home after years having completed all of his studies. So his father said, Okay son, today you give bayan. So Shah Ruknuddin gave bayan. And he put all of his intellectual skills and all of his erudite knowledge into the lecture. And the whole gathering was just staying still. Then the son finished the bayan. The father sat. And Shah Ruknuddin Gungoy said, that, oh fakirs, oh my friends, last night I had put some milk for myself to drink, and in the middle of the night a cat came and drank it all. And he said it with a souls. Yeah, souls. He said it with souls. He said it with a sigh, with a gasp. And the whole gathering started to cry. Hmm? The whole gathering started to cry. So then later on, his son asked the father, that, oh father, I studied so much ilm and I gave them such a lecture with so many Qur'an and so many hadith and so many intellectual points and I couldn't even touch them. And Father, you came and just in one minute you told apparently a mundane story that you put milk out and the cat drank it and the whole gathering was crying. So the father said that, O son, you only presented words in front of them. Although they were fancy, I put my feelings in front of them, even though my words were simple. Allahu Akbar kabira kunu Put your being with those who have these feelings. Put your being with those who have these feelings. Sayyidina Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa al-aynu haqqun, al-aynu haqqun, nazar bar means the evil of the envious eye has an effect. But al-aynu haqqan also means the gaze of somebody who gazes at you fondly has an effect. The gaze of the muzakki, murshid, shaykh who has ikhlas and love in his heart has an effect on a person. Al-aynu haqqan. This is kalam rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So the gaze is true. The gaze is real. So these relationships are true. These relationships are real. May Allah Ta'ala keep us also under the shade of the gaze of one of His lovers. May Allah Ta'ala also keep us under the guide of the gaze of His lovers. Hmm? And when a worldly person casts a gaze of envy on someone, min sharri hasidin hasad, just the moment they feel the envy, it causes shar. So the same way with our mashayikh, the moment they feel that love, it causes khair. It brings khair into that person. It becomes a source of reformation, islah for that person. becomes a means of tazkiyah, purification for that person. Allah Akbar. Urdu poetry said, Tera ilaj nazar ke siwa kuch or nahi. Tera ilaj nazar ke siwa kuch or nahi. 
Khan ke paas khabar ke sawa kuch aur nahi means your intellect your mind has nothing else than khabar your mind can only have news your cure lies in falling under the gaze of one of the awliya of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala one of the awliya of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Hazrat Shah Fazlurman Ganj Murad Abadi Nam Tale who I talked to you about a little bit after Asr he was one of the great mashayikh of Naqshimani Sulsa teacher of Malana Qasim Na Notuya Malana Rashida Mangangoyri Mullah Malana Fazlurman Ganj Murad Abadi Nam Tale when he used to conduct Marakaba he used to call people and he would say come drink from the bowl of love hmm? this is how he used to describe when he made Madrasa Zikr come and drink from the bowl of love hmm? So this is what the Mashaikh to do. They gather, they have madrasa zikr, they pour the love for Allah Ta'ala in the bowl, and they tell the people, you come, drink it all up. You come and drink it all up. Allah Akbar, he was a great uh, shaykh and lover of Allah Subhanahu Ta'ala. Then when these people have love, the last thing people tell you is the state of their ibadah. The state of their ibadah, when they have so much love for Allah Subhanahu Ta'ala, then there's salah. As-salatu to mirajul mu'min What Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said Their salah brings them uruj They get spiritual heights Feelings for Allah Ta'ala when they pray salah They love to pray salah They love to pray salah Once some young men were sitting with Haji Imdadullah Mahajir Makkiram Ta'ala And they were telling him that Oh in Jannah there will be hur In Jannah there will be this So he said, oh, I don't know about any of these things. If I get, if Allah Ta'ala out of His mercy, He grants me Jannah, I will say, Ya Rab, just give me one musallah under your arsh. Hmm? That's Jannah for me. Hmm? Just give me one musallah under your arsh. I want to pray salah for eternity. Hmm? Can you imagine what type of salah that person must be praying? How much delight and joy he must have been experiencing in this world that the very definition of pleasure, the concept of pleasure for him lies in praying salah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There was a shaykh, Abdul Wahid Rimullah ta'ala, was a shaykh, but he wasn't an alim. So once when alim was making a talk and telling people that there will be no salah in Jannah, means there's no fard salah in Jannah. So he started crying. Allah <laughs> Akbar, shaykh Abdul Wahid he started crying. That what type of Jannah? Uh, how can it be that there's Jannah and there's no Salah in Jannah? The thing most beloved to me is not going to be there in Jannah. Allah Akbar, what type of Salah must you have prayed? What type of Salah must you have prayed? So we pray for other reason. We pray out of duty. The best of us, we pray extra nawafil for sawab, for ajr. But these people prayed out of the love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. These people prayed out of the love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then when they get that love, they distribute that love. And that place used to be called Khanka. Khanka in Persian, Teki in Turkish, Zawi in Arabic. It was that masjid that was dedicated to spread the teachings of love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He had Zawi in Baghdad, his Jami in Masjid of Baghdad. People used to travel from the whole Islamic empire to go there and get the feelings of love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He had Khanka, Masjid in Bukhara. People would travel all over to get that love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He had Khanka in Dadiya. People would travel all over him to get this love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we need to reestablish those places. We need those marakis again, those centers again, those places of ishq and love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Our mashayikh would say like this in Urdu, ki wo ishq ki hoti hai. 
means that they are the, it literally means they're the shops of the love for Allah Ta'ala, where the packets of love are distributed. Where packets and parcels of love for Allah Ta'ala are distributed. Distribution centers for the love of Allah. Hmm? Allah Akbar Kibira. And the distribution center, that's one thing. Then there's a distributor himself, that's the Shaykh of the Khanka. That's the Shaykh of the Khanka. Hmm? The one poet he said in Urdu, Jiskalm ki garmi ne dil phook de lakho. With that heart which is so full of love for Allah Ta'ala that has inspired hundreds of thousands of others to love Allah Ta'ala, one can only imagine how much love for Allah resides in that heart. How much love for Allah Ta'ala resides in that heart. What burning fire must exist that it is lit a flame in the hearts of so many others. Hmm? That is lit a flame in the hearts of so many others. So this is what we want. That this is the dua we should make. So many people make dua to Allah Ta'ala. The Yadab give me a job and give me health and give me this and give me that. And you should make all of those duas to Allah Ta'ala. But when are we going to make dua? And this is a night for that. 25th night, maybe Laylatul Qadr, odd night of the last 10 days. We're here in the masjid. We have the time. This is the moment to make dua to Allah Ta'ala. That Allahumma inni as'aluka minka iyaka ya Allah. That oh Allah, tonight I have one dua, one wish, one dream is I want you. This is my dua. I want you, I want your love, I want your mercy, I want your qurb, I want your nisbah, I want your taluk, I want to be connected to you, dear to you, loyal to you, beloved to you, accepted by you. This is the fikr, the concern that a mu'min should have. Once you're accepted by Allah Ta'ala, then Allah Ta'ala will accept you to do any and every work of deen. One poet, he said like this, that I want the heights of your love. Look at me, what it is I'm asking for. Look at me, what I'm dreaming for. That I want your love. One other poet, he said like this, مجھے اپنی پستی کی شرم ہے تیری رفتوں کا خیال ہے that Ya Rab, I'm ashamed of my lowly, humble nature. And I reflect upon you, you are so exalted, you are far above and beyond. What can I do? I still want to be yours. <laughs> no matter how exalted you are, and no matter how lowly I am, I still have this desire that I want to be yours, and I want you to be mine. Look at these feelings these people have. Hmm? It's my desire that I want to be yours, and I want you to be mine. And this is the dua. Now all of this poetry can be summarized in one sunnah dua of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allahumma inni as'aluka humbaka wa humba man ahabbak. Or another way, wa humba man yuhibbuk. That ya Allah, I ask you, you, that you put in my heart, my heart, love for you and love for those who love you. This one dua captures everything that we said. That two major points. Number one is that what is the ultimate thing that we want? We want this love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What is the ultimate way to get it? From those who love Allah ta'ala. This is hadith of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. 
We want to do both of these things on this night. We want to make both of these du'as on this night. We want to make both of these niyat on this night. So last page, last poem. Hmm? Last page, last poem. Very personal poem for me because it impacted me a lot when I was 20 years old. Hmm? Impacted me a lot when I was 20 years old. So the poet, he says, Allah expresses his love for Allah subhanahu wa and I heard this from my shaykh when I was 20. And I heard it just a few weeks ago. Again, and now I'm whatever I am. Huh? Allah Akbar. Huh? Huh? Love for Allah SWT. So the poet, he says, Wallahi ma tala'at shamsi wa la gharabat illa wa anta fi kalbi wa waswasi Oh Allah, never has the sun risen and never has the sun set except you, my Rabb, you are in my heart and you are in my thoughts. Means all the time, it's never possible at any time can the sun rise and there's no time that it can set except you were in my heart and you were in my thoughts. Wallahi ma tala'at shamsin wa la gharabat illa wa anta fi kalbi wa waswasi wa la jalastu ila qawmin uhaddithuhum illa wa anta hadithi bayna jullasi and never ever did I sit with any people never did I sit with any people and talk to them except that you were the topic of our conversation Never could I speak to anyone except that I would only speak to them about you. Except that I would only speak to them about you. وَلَا ذَكَرْتُكَ مَخْزُونًا وَلَا فَرِحًا وَلَا ذَكَرْتُكَ مَحْزُونًا وَلَا فَرِحًا إِلَّا هُمْبُكَ مَكْرُونٌ بِأَنْفَاسِي Never did I remember you in a state of huzun, in a state of sorrow, or in a state of joy, except that the love for you was interlaced and interwoven with every breath I took. Every time I was sad and sorrow, every breath I took was still full of love for you. And every time I had joy, every breath I took was full of love for you. وَلَا هَمَمْتُ بِشُرْبِ الْمَاءِ مِنْ أَتَشٍ إِلَّا رَأَيْتَ خَيَالًا مِنْكَ فِي الْقَأْسِ And never ever did I raise a cup or bowl of water to drink out of thirst except that I saw your reflection in the water. Means that I remembered you and I felt that you were the one who was feeding me and quenching my thirst. So the thirst is Kanaya. It means there is no ever any need of mine, thirst to mine, hunger of mine, need for mine in the world, except that whatever you fulfilled that need, I felt that you were hand feeding me, you were spoon feeding me, you were giving me to drink, you were clothing me. I felt it, Yarab. Never could I forget. 
walau kadartu alal ityani jitukum sayan alal wajhi aw masyan alal rasi but oh my beloved if i were able to come see you if it would be possible for me to come to you then i would be willing to come walking dragging myself on my cheeks or even walking on the top of my head I mean, this is how deeply love and deep desirous I am of you. But may Allah Ta'ala give us this love in our heart. May He make us وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا أَشَّدُّهُمْ May He put that intense, extreme, true love for our heart. And may He put in our heart love for His lovers. May He join us in this caravan of love. May He accept us for this journey of love. وَآخِرُ الدَّعْوَانَا أَنِ الْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ before we make dua, we're going to make group toba, and then short zikr, and then dua. This is a night of toba, 25th night of Ramadan. Allah Ta'ala said in Quran, Tubu illallahi jami'a ayyuhal mu'minun la'allukum tuflihun that make toba to Allah Ta'ala all together, jami'a, as a collective, as a group. Ayuhal mu'minun, all believers, la'allukum tuflihun, so that you may be successful in that toba. And as I mentioned to friends after Zuhur, whenever we make a collective amal, so it's like we all pool into it. So if one person cries alone, they can only offer their tears. But if a gathering cries, a gathering makes dua, they offer it as a group to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Everyone will get the reward of the entire group's dua. Everyone will get the effect of the entire group's toba. So it's more powerful, more beneficial, more effective on the heart. So we want to recite some sentences of toba. Our mashaykh, they call this kalimat toba. What are those sentences? The sentences of iman and the sentences of toba. And there are a few who mentioned, so they had come for the weekend and they're going tomorrow. So those who want to join this caravan of love, who want to join this path of tasawwuf, who want to join this silsil and tariqat, this is called bayt in Arabic language, bayt al-irada, bayt al-toba, bayt al-tariqat. So it's the same sentences that Mashaik recite. So you can recite it with simply the general intention of toba, or you can make the additional intention along that you want to become student on this path of love, that you want to learn this love from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that you want to learn the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that you want to connect your heart to a shaykh in line of mashaykh, who will be those lovers of Allah ta'ala who try to put that love for Allah in your heart. So we should make this intention, we should recite the sentences, and then inshallah we will make some zikr and dua. So I begin by making true tawbah in your heart, that you make intention that, Ya Rabb, I ask that you forgive me for every single sin that I ever did. Every time I love something other than you, I pick something other than you, I look to the beauty other than you, I chose something other than you. Ya Rabbi Kareem, I made all types of hidden shirk, I made all types of secret shirk. Ya Rabbi Kareem, forgive me for this. I'm begging you, Ya Rabb, and me and so many others have come to beg you on this night. Some are making itikaf, some have come to visit, 
some are making khidmat, but all of us have one hope, Ya Rabb, that you send your rahmah on us, your maghfira on us, that you put love for you in our heart. Ya Rabbi Kareem, to make this toba, we want to express our iman on you again. We want to fall in love with you again. We want to seek your forgiveness again. So Ya Rabb, we're reciting these sentences. Accept them from us. And those of us, Ya Rabb, who want to join this path and sunsala and journey on this path of love, we ask that you accept it from us, Ya Allah. Make us true seekers on this path. Make us seekers of your love. Grant us that which we seek. For what we seek is none other than you, Ya Rabbi Kareem. So repeat these sentences after me. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. La ilaha illallahu. Muhammadur Rasulullah. Amantu billahi. Wa malaikatihi. Wa kutubihi. وَرُسُلِهِ وَالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ وَالْقَدْرِ خَيْرِهِ وَشَرِّهِ مِنَ اللَّهِ تَعَالَى وَالْبَعْثِ بَعْدَ الْمَوْتِ آمَنْتُ بِاللَّهِ كَمَا هُوَ بِاسْمَائِهِ وَالصِّفَاتِهِ وَكَبِلْتُ Jami'a ahkamihi ikrarum billisani watasdikum bilkalb ashadu an la ilaha illallahu wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluh astaghfirullaha Rabbi min kulli dhanbin wa atubu ilayh wa sallallahu ta'ala ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in birahmatika ya arhamar rahimin Amin. Alhamdulillah, by reciting these words together, we've all made our tawbah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Our mashayikh mentioned few daily practices which are called amal muhabbat things that we can do every day to increase our love in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I would just tell them to you very briefly now. And those of you who wish to be students or learn more about this path, we will have second gathering later on tonight. So very briefly, those a'mal are number one, every day you should recite Qur'an as an act of love for Allah ta'ala, to feel more love for Allah ta'ala. If you love Qur'an, you will love Allah. Second, every day you should recite salawat, durutri from the Prophet sallallahu Try 100 times. Allahumma salli ala Sayyiduna Muhammad wa ala ali Sayyiduna Muhammadun wa barik wa sallam to express your love for Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Number three, to make istighfar 100 times a day. Astaghfirullah rabbi min kulli dhanbin wa atubu ilayh. But one way that we show our love is we always patch up with our beloved. We make up with our beloved. We're quick to seek forgiveness from our beloved. To make this istighfar every day. The fourth daily practice is to try to remember Allah Ta'ala in your heart all the time 
never forget Allah, never let your heart be empty of Allah, whether you're at work, whether you're at market, whether you're at home, try in your heart always to feel some feeling for Allah Ta'ala, remember that He exists, remember He's watching you, remember He's with you, remember He's near you, to our Mashaik in Arabic they call this Buku Fikalbi, and the fifth and final daily practice that can daily increase our love for Allah Ta'ala, is to make a special silent zikr of Allah that is called muraqaba that zikr that we mentioned that I want to stir Allah Ta'ala's name into my being so how you make that zikr you won't say anything with your tongue you will simply make intention that the heart of my ruh my spiritual heart my kalb is making zikr of Allah's name that my heart is calling Allah 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 you will simply make that zikr and inshallah, in the late night gatherings, and many of you have been sitting with us, we explain these things more and in more detail so that you can do them more and do them better so that you can get even more love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that's why these things have to be learned and these things are taught so that we do them better so that we get more love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So right now we will practice that last zikr I told you, muraqaba. We will recite some more poetry during the zikr. But in, during the zikr, you will focus on the zikr of Allah Ta'ala's name coming from your heart. So bow your head, close your eyes, make niyat that you want to forget everything and everyone in the world. And you want only to remember Allah. You want to enter that state where the lover only remembers their beloved. You want to enter that state of La Mawjood illallah, La Marghub, La Matloob, La Mahboob, La Ma'bood, La Mashhood, La Mawjood illallah. That Ya Rabbi Kareem, you are my one and only. My heart is now on going to be only for you. My one heart is going to be for one you. Ya Rabbi, I want your name to be inscribed in my heart. You said in Quran, فَذْكُرُونِي أَذْكُرُونِي that if I make zikr of you, you would make zikr of me. Yal, I ask that you remember my heart, send your nur in my heart, send your rahmah in my heart, do tasky of my heart, and I make near that my heart is making zikr of your name, that my heart is calling Allah, Allah, Allah. Kisse mange kaha jai kisse kahe Kisse mange kaha jai kisse kahe Or dunya me hajat rava kon hai Sabko deta hetu, Sabka data hetu, Sabko deta hetu, Tere bando katere seva kona hai.
Where can I go? Who may I ask? From whom may I beg? Where can I go? Who may I ask? From whom may I beg? Me unworthy and needy, the rest gone ahead. Where can I go? Who can I ask besides you, true friend? Me unworthy and needy of you to the end. Kaun makbool hai? Kaun mardood hai? Kaun makbool hai? کون مردود ہے بے خبر کیا خبر تجھ کو کیا کون ہے Who's accepted by you Who's rejected by you Who's accepted by you Who's rejected by you All of that knowledge is only with you. Jab talenge amal sab ke meezan par Jab talenge amal sab ke meezan par Tam khulega ke khota kara kaun hai When you weigh all our lives on the scales judgment day When you weigh all our lives on the scales judgment day Who was fake, who was true will be shown on that day When you weigh all our lives on the scales judgment day, the liars and cheaters will be shown on that day. When you weigh all our lives on the scales judgment day, each and every one will be exposed on that day. When you weigh all our lives on the scales judgment day. Awliya Anbiya Ahle Bete Nabi Tabino Sahaba Parjab Abani Girge Sajde Me Sabne Girge Sajde Me Sabne Yehi Arz Ki Girge Sajde Me Sabne Yehi Arz Ki تو نہیں ہے تو مشکل کشا کون ہے All your friends are needy of you Lord of all All your friends are needy of you Lord of all Your prophets and messengers answered your call Their greatness is marked by reflection of you. Their greatness is marked by reflection of you. Their honor is based on connection to you. They all cried the same words when they fell on their knees. 
They all cried the same words when they fell on their knees. We are nothing without you, so forgive us, please. We are nothing without you, forgive us, please. Anbiya Oliya, Anbiya Oliya, are a blessed family. Anbiya Oliya, are a blessed family. Their teachings are now my identity. Their teachings are now my identity. Anbiya, Oliya, all were so true to you. Anbiya, Oliya, all were so true to you. I'm begging you, Allah, make me also true. I'm begging you, Allah, make me also true. My master, please hear the prayers in my breast. My master, please hear the prayers in my breast. For you are the knower of all hearts the best. For you are the knower of all hearts the best. You can hear the cries of the weak and oppressed. You can hear the cries of the weak and oppressed. You hold all the keys to the hearts in the chests. So I pray that you open the path for me now. So I pray that you open the path for me now. Fill my heart with the love only you can endow. So I pray that you open the path for me now. So I pray that you open the path for me now. Fill my heart with the love only you can endow. O Fakir, hear these words as a warning to you. O Fakir, hear these words as a warning to you. Without submission to him you have no value. Without submission to him you have no value. If you're not true to him, you have no value. Without love for him, you have no value. Unless accepted by him, you have no value. Kisse mange kaha jai, kisse kahe? Kisse mange kaha jai, kisse kahe? Or dunya me hajat rava konahe. Where can I go? Who can I ask? From whom may I beg? Where can I go? Who can I ask? Besides you, true friend, me unworthy and needy of you to the end.
all the personal, all the public. Ya Rabbi Kareem, forgive us, Ya Rabbi Kareem. We're your deep sinners, your severe sinners. But that's why we came, Ya Rabbi. We had hope in your mercy. This is the month of your mercy. This is the night of your mercy. You are the Rabb of mercy. Ya Allahumma inna kafuwan kareemun tuhimbu lafwa. Tuhimbu, tuhimbu lafwa. Fafu anna ya Rabbi. Fafu anna ya Kareem. Fafu anna ya Rahman. وَرْحَمْنَا وَاغْفِرْ لَنَا وَتُمُ عَلَيْنَا Ya Rabbi Kareem, have mercy on us. Be kind with us. Be gentle with us. Come near to us. Tell us فَإِنِّي كَرِيب once again. Tell us نَحْنُ أَقْلُبُ إِلَيْهِ once again. Tell us هُوَ مَعَكُمْ أَيْنَ مَا كُنْتُمْ once again. Ya Rabbi Kareem, tell us اللَّهُ وَلِيُّ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا once again. يُخْرِجُهُمْ مِنَ الظُّلَمَاتِ إِلَى النُّورِ Ya Rabbi. Ya Rabbi Kareem, take us out from the darkness of our sin, the darkness of lust, the darkness of filth. We've lost our haya, we've lost our taqwa, we've come empty to you. Help us, Ya Rabbi. We are spiritually poor, we are spiritually needy. Ya Rabbi Kareem, you are al-ghani, you have the chazain of everything. Ya Rabbi Kareem, grant us haya, grant us taqwa on this night, make us mutta. Make us salihin, make us dakirin. Ya Rabbi Kareem, put the haya back in our eyes, put the haya back in our thoughts, put the haya back in our hands, put the haya back in our bodies. Ya Rabbi Kareem, we've been dripping of sin, drenched in sin. We've come to you in the stench of sin, in the filth of sin. But Ya Rabbi Kareem, you're al-Nur, you're al-Jameel. You have every beauty, you have every purity, you have every light. You'll descend it on our heart, descend it on our heart, endow our heart, fill our heart with that love for you, make our heart drowning in love for you. Let it be clear, we hear the poetry of your lovers, we hear the story of your sahaba, we hear the story of your beloved Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We want that same love, Ya Rabb. We too want to love you like they did. We too want to obey you like they did. We too want to be loyal to you like they were. Help us, Ya Rabb. Guide us, Ya Rabb. If anything, Ya Rabb, accept the love that we have for your friends and in that nisbat make us into your friend. Accept the love that we have for your lovers, and in that nisbat make us into your lover. Ya Rabbi Kareem, we make that same dua to you, that beloved Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam taught us, Allahumma inna nas'aluka minka humbak, wa humba man yuhimbuk, wa humba man ahambak. Allahumma inna nas'aluka minka humbak, wa humba man 
himbuk, yahim bikrim, put in our heart love for you, deep love for you, ashad love for you, lasting love for you, overwhelming love for you. Let that love for you, ya Rab, remove everything else from our heart. Let it displace everything from our heart. Let it become dominant in our heart. Ya Rabbi Kareem, we are ashamed, ya Rab. Instead of your beauty, we chase the beauties of this world. We chase the beauty of Ghair Mehram. We chase the beauty of dunya. We make tawbah, ya Rab. Accept our tawbah on this night. Now we only have one beauty we want, ya Rab. You are our one and only. You are our true and lovely. You are our sweet Allah. You are our kind Allah. You are our beautiful Allah. You are our lovely Allah. Ya Rabbi Kareem, send your lovely mercy on us. Send your kind, tender mercy on us. Send your soft, gentle mercy on us. Wash these sins away. Purify this heart once and for all. Ya Rabbi Kareem, don't reject us on this night. Don't reject us, Ya Rabb. We'll be mahroom, Ya Rabbi Kareem. Somebody may come out from the church rejected. Somebody may come out from the temple rejected. Ya Rabbi Kareem, we are in your masjid, Ya Rabb. In the bait, Ya Rabb. In the home and abode of your fuzzle and mercy, Ya Rabb. Accept us, Ya Rabb. Grant us kubuliya, Ya Rabb. Accept us for deen. Accept us as muttaqeen. Accept us as zakirin. Ya Rabbi Kareem, accept our fast. Accept our prayers. Accept our itikaf. Accept our khidmah. Accept our hosting. Accept our traveling. Accept our praying. Ya Allah, forgive all the faults that we have. Forgive the hurts we caused other. Then remove the misunderstandings. Remove the hard feelings. Remove the ill will. Put peace and love and harmony between the hearts. Ya Rabbi Kareem. Ya Allah, put peace in our home. We destroyed the hearts of our families by allowing ourselves to love others. We have hurt the hearts of our children by sinning with others. Ya Allah, have mercy on us. We know you said in Quran, but Ya Rab, this is a night when you erase that su, you remove that su, you delete that su, delete it Ya Rab, erase it Ya Rab, so we never face the jaza of it, we never have to face you with it. Ya Rab, we want the sins erased only because we don't want to face you with them on the day of judgment. We don't want to appear with them on the day of judgment. Rid them, rid us of these sins, rid them from us, make us pure once again, make us muttaqeen again. Ya Rabbi Kareem, I ask that you accept each and every one of us to go over and over again for Hajj and Umrah. We need the doors of Arafah. We need the Ziyar of Medina. We need Tawafra and Jakaba. We need to spend time in Mina. We need to be there in Muzdalifah. We are sinners, Ya Rab. Guide us to the grip. Bring us to those places of mercy. Bring us to those places of Barakah over and over again, Ya Rabbi Kareem. And those who have already been, Ya Rabbi Kareem, forgive us, Ya Rab, for not honoring that visit, for not preserving that nur, for going astray again. Give us another chance, Ya Rabbi Kareem. You are our Rab. You said in Quran that you could forgive anything to whomsoever you will. Will it, Ya Allah? Wish it, Ya Allah? Decree it, Ya Allah? Ya Rabbi Kareem, you have your creative power. You just say, Kun, and for your Kun it happens. Say that Kun to us on this night and make us into your lovers. Say that Kun to us on this night and make us muttaqeen. Say that Kun to us on this night and grant us ilm of deen. Say that Kun to us on this night, make us from zakirin. Ya Rabbi Kareem, say it, Ya Rab. Grant it, Ya Rab. We make dua to you. You are so exalted. You are beyond our duas. But Ya Rab, you said in Quran that that if we made dua to you, you would accept it, Ya Rabbi Kareem. So only in the name of your mercy, in the name of your karam, in the name of your fazl, accept and grant our duas on this night. Grant all
all the heartfelt du'as of all of those who are present, all of those who are listening. The women are listening at home, Ya Nabi Kareem. They're raising their hands. There may be mothers raising their hand. Their daughters raising their hands. Their children raising their hand. Honor their hands, Ya Rab. We have seen even in this dunya, if people are criminals and they bring the women of their family to plead forgiveness from them, Ya Allah, the hearts soften. People forgive them. Ya Rabbi Kareem, our women folk are making du'a. Ya Rabbi Kareem, honor their du'as, Ya Rab. Our children are raising their hands. Honor their hands, Ya Rab. Forgive us, Ya Rabbi Kareem. Ya Rabbi Kareem, in this night, there's so many huffaz here, so many ulama here. Honor their du'as, Ya Rab. Honor the Quran that is in their breast. Honor the Quran they memorize in their hearts. Honor the years they spent at Darul Uloom. Make it a means of maghfirah for us. Make it a means of your forgiveness, Ya Rab. Ya Rabbi Kareem, they're musafir here who have traveled, Ya Rab, from different places in the world and different places in this country only and only for your sake seeking the expression of your pleasure Ya Rab Ya Rabbi granted to them Ya Rab smile upon them gaze upon them be happy with them be radi with us Ya Rabbi Kareem be radi with us Ya Rabbi Kareem accept every step we took in this direction accept every second we remained here accept it Ya Rab and let us not go back to our old ways after Ramadan let us not return to those sins in Ramadan we don't want scared Ya Rab when the Ramadan will go Shaitan will be loose he's going to come straight looking for us Ya Rab we are weak Ya Rabbi Kareem we have fallen prey to him so many times before protect us Ya Rab guide us Ya Rab teach us Ya Rab let us learn enough in these days and let us learn enough in these nights that we can become protected once and for all steadfast once and for all grant us istiqamat on deen kinat and deen grant us istignaf from the dunya make us fakir of you Ya Rabbi Kareem Ya Allah Rabbi Kareem Humana gunao ko maaf farma Rahmat ko maamla farma Apni rahmat nazal farma Hameh mesh apni rahmat ki thandi chao nasib farma Hameh kabhi bhi be sahara na farma Be asra na farma Humara ulama awliya mishai ke saaya zair Tasaaya nasib farma Taada me akhir nasib farma Ya Rabbi Kareem Hameh bhi wo nazar ata farma Aap ki koi wali nazar ghaan par par jai Aap ki koi dost ki nazar ghaan par par jai Aap ko ki chahna wale ki chahat ہم کی طرف لگ جائے آپ مربانے کر لیجئے ہمیں بھی یہ نسبت نصیب فرما ہمیں بھی یہ تعلق عطا فرما ہمیں بھی اپنے مقبول بند و بندی میں سے بنا ہم مانتے ہی حرب ہم نے خود آپ کے ڈر چھوڑا مگر ہم واپس آگئے ہیں ہم لوٹ کر آگئے ہیں ہم آپ کے باہی غلام ہیں مگر تو ہمارا مربان مالک ہے معاف کر دیجئے ہمیں دوبارہ سنبھال دیجئے یا ربی ہیں پسلنے والے سنبھل جاتے ہیں اور سنبھلنے والے ذات پزاتے خود تو ہی ہمیں سنبھل دیجئے ہماری ایمان کو سنبھل دیجئے ہمارا حیاء کو سنبھل دیجئے ہماری دین کو سنبھل دیجئے ہمیں دین میں مضبوط بنا دین میں قوی بنا دین میں استقامت عطا فرما یا ربی کریم make us firm and steadfast on دین make us strong in our دین make us true in دین we never want to waver again we don't want to lapse again we don't want to slip again How many times will we slip, Ya Rab? Have mercy on us. 
Take mercy upon us. How many times will our nafs defeat us, Ya Rab? Take mercy on us. Make us strong, Ya Rabbi Kareem. Lift us up from your mercy, Ya Rabbi Kareem. Protect us from this nafs, Ya Rabbi Kareem. And Ya Rab, we make dua for the Ummah, Ya Allah. Spread this love in the whole Ummah. Accept us to spread your love, Ya Rabbi Kareem. We don't want to be da'wah to anything else except you, Ya Rab. We want to be da'i illallah. Ya Rabbi Kareem, ask that we accept us to make da'wah to you. Da'wah to love for you. Da'wah to fear of you. Da'wah to zikr remembrance of you. And accept our hearts for these things. Ya Rabbi Kareem, we ask that you accept all of the du'as in their hearts. Grant all of their pious wishes, their unspoken wishes. So many have written letters and messages and sent emails requesting du'as. So many people have come here, their families ask them to make du'a. Ya Rabbi Kareem, include all of those who asked us in all of these du'as. Grant them all the du'as they asked for. There have been so many who wish they would have asked. Include them as well. Ya Rabbi Kareem, there are women listening at home, people listening on receiver, people listening on broadcast. They are joined with us in this moment. They're joined with us at this time. Accept their du'as as well, wherever they may be, wherever corner they're in. Accept it, Ya Rabbi Kareem. Accept this ittihad between us. Accept this ittifaq between us. Accept this joining of our hearts, Ya Rabbi. And make it a means of joining our hearts to you, Ya Rabbi Kareem. Make it a means of joining our hearts to your love, Ya Rabbi Kareem. Keep us amongst your lovers. Raise us amongst your lovers. And unite us with your lovers in Akhirah, Ya Rabbi Kareem. Ya Rabbi, make dua for the Ummah. Send your special rahmah on the Ummah. Your maghfirah on the Ummah. Ya Rabbi Kareem, even on this night, there are some members of this Ummah engaged in unlawful love. Some members in this Ummah engaged in unlawful acts. Ya Rabbi Kareem, be merciful with them still. Forgive them still. They forgot you, Ya Rab. They don't remember you, Ya Rab. Send your hidayah on their heart. They will come back to you. They will crawl back to you. They will turn back to you. They will start yearning for you. Ya Rabbi Kareem, show them your beauty. Show them your love. Protect them from the false love. Protect them from the false beauty. Help them, Ya Rab. Guide them, Ya Rab. Have mercy on their Rab. We make istighfar in Toba on our behalf, on their behalf, on behalf of the whole Ummah, Ya Rabbi Kareem. Accept it from us, Ya Rab. It is just our niya, Ya Rab. But your beloved Nabi Kareem, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, So we make need for the whole Ummah, Ya Rabbi Kareem. Accept it from us on this night. We make need for all of insan to get your hidayah. Guide those who have yet to have iman. Guide them to iman, Ya Rab, like you guided our forefathers. Guide them to iman, Ya Rab, like you guided Sahaba. Ya Rabbi Kareem, put aman and itminan in all of the bilad muslimin. Put aman and itminan in all of the lands of this world. Make us have peace with each other, harmony with another, love for one another, respect for each other. Grant us all the adab and akhlaq of Nabi Kareem, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The ahwal and kifiyat and sifat of Nabi Kareem, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ya Allah, Ya Rabbi Kareem. Rabbi Ya Rabbi Kareem, make dua for this masjid. Make it a shining light of Quran, sunnah and sharia. Make it a markaz of deen, markaz of dawah, markaz of ilm, markaz of tabliq, markaz of tasawwuf, markaz of ikamat deen. Ya Rabbi Kareem, make dua for the ahli stanger, Ya Rabb. Accept the love with which they invite us and grant them your true love, Ya Rabb. They invited us into their masjid. Ya Rabb, invite them into your jannah. They show their love for us. Ya Rabbi Kareem, you show your love for them. Ya Rabbi Kareem, they honored us. Ya Rabb, you honor them. Ya Rabbi Kareem, only you can give the reward of those who do ihsan and you are the best of rewarders to the muslimin. Ya Allah, Ya Rabbi Kareem. Rabbana takambal minna 
انك انت السميع العليم وتوب علينا انك انت التواب الرحيم وصلى الله تعالى على حبيبه سيدنا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين برحمتك يا ارحم الراحمين